3: Live from New York, it's the show that took the bus to get here and does have (laughs) fire in its gut, first things first. Today, Prediction Week continues. It's the grand finale. Who will dethrone the Chiefs? Maybe no one? Hmm. Meanwhile, one person at this desk has the Jacksonville Jaguars. Missing the playoffs. Wow. What? Oh my goodness gracious! Well, since we, Nick we, I, and I are. oh, did you're going to join the prediction it's pretty, party today, Wild? It's pretty maybe, obvious, maybe. Who it is. Is. People have been clamoring. <laughs> and finally, another day, another Jets Super Bowl prediction/slash expectation oh. from the front office, alongside Nick Wright on Kevin Wilds Brew. Have you grown tired of the Jets Super Bowl talk? Not at all. Really? No. I mean, what are they supposed to do, Rawls? Run
4: from the expectations? Yes, yes. Play football, strap them up and see who's the best. That's what
1: I'm that's, talking about. That's, yeah. that's what I that's like. got
3: nothing to do with talking you about. I <laughs> But we start with the finale of prediction week. And we sa- we've <laughs> saved the best for last. Nick, you've flirted with this prediction. You made a mixtape for this prediction. <laughs> you went to a fair and spent forty dollars trying to win a giant teddy bear for this prediction. <laughs> before giving this prediction your jacket to keep it warm on a he chilly Kansas City night.
4: You know how to, know how to
1: uh-huh.
3: Are you finally ready to make your prediction official? So, it
1: says pick the whole schedule. So, I guess what you're implying is, are the Chiefs going to go undefeated? Yeah. I think, listen, I don't want to spoil our Super Bowl picks, but since I've already talked about the Chiefs being a dynasty, I think we unveiled a banner for it quite a while ago. Um... It's, not, it's probably no surprise that I'm likely, in about 20 minutes, going to pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Of course. But can they go undefeated? Can they do what your New England Patriots were so close to doing? Still, I believe the best team ever, That's the 2007 good. Patriots. I truly believe that, even though they blew it at the end. That's the most talented Scotty team Samuel,
3: ever. Not everybody. But
1: you guys, you know... That while Brew is all about vibes and you're all about jokes, I like to actually look at the data and I like to actually investigate the history. (laughs) So let's go through it and let's just see month by month how the Chiefs should do. So we can show you there's their full schedule. Can they catch the evasive undefeated ghost? So week one, let's go to September. Week one. Uh, Mahomes literally the greatest week one quarterback ever. That won't be a problem. Week two, mm. the Chiefs on extra rest because they play on a Thursday and a revenge game against the Prince. I like the Chiefs' chances Why is there. Why revenge? Because uh, they maimed mean? Patrick. Oh. Yeah, and he was in a walking boot. That's and the he, Yeah, Yeah, and he was exactly. And then week three against the team that literally had the worst record in football last year. I think those are all wins. So we're off to a 3 and 0 start through September. To October we go the Jets. This is where I will thank your New England Patriots. They play the Jets the previous week. We can put that back on the screen if we could. They play the Patriots the previous week. Mm -hmm. Beat them up. The Jets will be spiraling. Feels like a win. Last time I saw the Vikings play, Daniel Jones scored 30 on them, which by my math means Mahomes should score about 65. So I think (laughs) that's a win. The Broncos have not beaten the Chiefs in the last 15 tries. This will make it 16. Week 7 against the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Kansas City on extra rest because that Denver game's on a Thursday. The Chargers, meanwhile, unfairly played the previous Monday. Oh, my goodness. And that's against Dallas. That's a loss for the Chargers. And like I said, they don't lose to the Broncos, and Denver's just going to be trying to get to their bye. Now we're at 8-0. Okay, let's go to November if we could. Miami, and now Chris Jones, (laughs) worst-case scenario. He's back for an international trip to Miami. Miami playing Philadelphia and New England, two defensive physical teams the week before. sure. You know what? I like the Chiefs' chances then. Week 10, that's a bye. That may be the only week all year they don't win. Philadelphia, oh, what's that mean? Andy Reid off a bye? Oh, and Philadelphia's been yapping. About turf and refs, oh, feels like 10 and 0. And then the Raiders. Okay, guys, let's be honest about the Raiders. Brew, do you think Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer will be the quarterback by then? Because we know you've abandoned Jimmy. Well, now,
4: might be hurt.
1: now, now it's getting serious. Now it's 11 and 0. Game number 12 at Green Bay. What do we know about the Chiefs? They're Jordan Love's kryptonite. Never beat him. Okay, uh, he he's, he's played great against Has he everyone else. Anybody? Well, no, he played. I mean, he's the only team he started and lost to is the Kansas City Chiefs. Week 14 against the Bills? That would be to tie the all-time record. Most consecutive victories. That would for the Bills, that would be like their Super Bowl. What do we know about the Bills? They don't win Super Bowls. Now we're to the Patriots to beat the Patriots record on national television. Love it. That's 14-0. Yeah, the Raiders, give me a break, the Raiders, that's literally on Christmas, and what a Christmas gift for the Kansas Chiefs to get to play the Las Vegas Raiders. Week 17 against the Bengals at Burrowhead? With all that bulletin board material we've been compiling all year to get to 16 0, and then week 18 at the Chargers, which every Chargers home game is actually a road game for them, a home game for the Chiefs, and they're going for a perfect season. Wilds, I can't find the loss.
3: I mean, it's not bad. Drop
1: the banner. Oh, we, we can go. never doubt. 20 oh. 0. It hasn't happened Drop yet. the banner. What the heck? Bro. It's a strong take, Drop bro. the Bro, did you see a loss? Yeah. I Where? Where was the loss? First of Joey, all, you can't
4: loss. look. The two years they won the Super Bowl, 19 and 22, uh-huh. guess who they lost to? Who? The Indianapolis Colts.
1: Well, that's not on the schedule, luckily. So, a not worried team, about
4: My point is a seven-win team, Colts team and a four-win Colts team. You can't. It they the they might give up criminal. the Colts against a weak team. But I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I see a lot of potential losses on A there. lot? For, yes. A and, and, lot? And no, I'm not saying they're going to lose a lot of games, but I'm saying the opportunity, mm-hmm. I see actually eight. I think eight? it's eight by eight? my – Detroit. Detroit. Could beat them. I'm not predicting it, but alert. Upset alert. That's going to be your Chris Jones is out. There'll be no pass rush. Jerry Goff is awesome when there's no pass rush. That'll be a tough game, but I'll give you that one. But Jacksonville. Oh, you're a big Jacksonville. What was the score last year's playoff game? At, early in the fourth quarter. On one leg? Was it, what was the score? 20-17? to 17? Uh, Yeah. It was a barn burner. Yeah. It was It was there for the taking. Yeah, sure. All right, so Jacksonville. The Jets, you think they'll be reeling. I think they'll be rolling. All right, <laughs> so that'll be a tough one. The Chargers last year lost to them twice yeah, by twice. three points. How many times
1: time. did they play?
4: That's impossible. No, they beat them twice, but okay. both were three points. Well, they I'm play, not You know victory. they play you tough. Yeah, they play us tough and lose. Miami, if two was there, could be a loss. Philly, philly has been running its mouth. Yeah, the Chiefs will be motivated, but so will oh, the Eagles. Andy Reed the Eagles off of coming by. off the Andy I, off of I get it, it. Andy but the Reed Eagles off of coming by. off that loss in the Super Bowl, yeah. they will be motivated. And then Buffalo oh, and Cincinnati Bill. owns y'all. Three of oh, the last four times row. they've beaten you. So yeah. a lot of potential losses. They are not going 17 and 0.
3: Well, I have one specific loss we'll because say. although Don't Brew, say at New England. Well, I think at New England is a loss, okay. but we'll oh. be at that game. Yeah, we'll yep. be at that game. We'll be there. Uh, but Josh and I were out there grinding. This time, internationally. Yeah. Grinding the tape. Oh. The curse of the ninth game. The ninth game? The ninth game. These are the last five teams to start 8-0. Oh. The Rams wow. lost their ninth game. The Patriots lost their ninth game. The 49ers lost. Steelers won. Eagles lost, and now the weird part about this is the Chiefs face the Dolphins in Germany. Yeah. Oh, just weird things happen on those European games. That's it's just a heck of an odd. Block. Russell Wilson went to Europe. All of a sudden, he was good. So I think that is a strange, strange game. That that's an early upset alert. The other thing that you touched on, and I don't have anything specific, but just to dig into that Colts game last year. Yeah. The Colts tied the Texans in game one. Then they lost to Jacksonville 24 0. Then this was their home opener. Patrick Mahomes throws an interception, and the Colts are loving it. Yeah. It's just the idea that everyone's getting up. For the yes, Chiefs, they, and you're going to p- end up giving bad, one up. Okay. It's like yes, like when you when, when you couldn't beat the Texans in regulation so last year. That I, I called. I remind
1: I remind you all that that was the argument the last time the Chiefs were the defending Super Bowl champs. Now they have a target on their back. Now they're the hunted, not the hunter. And Mahomes played 15 regular season games, sat for the 16th, and they were 14 and one. So I understand that's not undefeated. It's 14 mm-hmm. and one. But I do want to. You know what? I want to oh, show the audience this? something. There is, this is not just foolish television nonsense. This is I truly believe this and I will prove it to you, bro. Tatted on my arm as of this week. Never a doubt, the same thing there. And this is while is it that looks real? like yes. oh it's real. That's a real thing. Oh, it's real. We have the evidence. I knew you I wouldn't believe it. it <laughs> no, you can't wipe it off. We can show you I even my daughter who went with me took pictures of it getting done. Wow. There's me after the show on Tuesday getting it done. So never a doubt. <laughs> literally tatted on my arm why not for this very 0, purpose.
4: Though. Never a doubt could be... that what, could reply, it, What do you mean? Oh, what do you 20 mean? 20 oh, show me your <laughs> tattoo about your, your beloved <laughs> Ravens or
1: whomever. You're going to parse the tattoo? I, I, I challenge... That's, that's a so, listen, I don't know that we've ever had someone more committed to a take.
0: I don't think in you know, the history
1: of sports media there's been someone more committed to a take. Literally before the season, tatted, not small either, no. and not in a place it, on my I'll body you that, that can be hidden. That
4: you got a tattoo. Ne- never a doubt. But I, if they lose to the Lions. Never, well, you'll be how could like, they? It's never a doubt. As soon as I met my wife, Danielle, there was never okay, a doubt. <laughs> okay, what are you doing today? <laughs> That's do what here? it'll be. What are, I mean. what are, what are it never and a doubt.
3: I think it's a savvy move. It's one of the strongest <laughs> sports media takes of the year. I so think it's fantastic I, one track. of. I think it's the strongest take of the year. You know what? You know I've said it is
4: Look, it is strong right now. Yeah, we'll see how strong it is. I mean, it's still a strong by take. Week five. Well, no. If as soon as they lose, it's not a strong take. A well, take.
1: No, it's the strength. It arguably gets stronger if they lose. How correct it is is dependent on how well they do. But listen, twenty and oh, you heard it here first. You know the one thing that's
3: not. I, look, I give
4: you credit what? for going there. I didn't what? think you. When it we had go to the, the
3: parade, if we go to the parade. Cool. Yeah. The Chiefs are still going to get up there and be like, no one believed in us. <laughs> no one believed us. And We should that just drop. We can Nick drop this stage.
1: every Chiefs victory and just add little slash marks so we get to the 20 we'll and See, We've
3: got to get through Thursday. Mm-hmm. One giant curveball. No Chris that. Jones for the Chiefs. Maybe, but I mean, not yet. Oh. Well, Jason Kelsey asked Travis Kelsey about it on their podcast, and here's what he said. Take a listen. Oh, man, Chris, can you please come back? You're really scaring me, man. I don't, I don't get it. He, you must know something that I don't know because I just don't get it. I really want to get another Super Bowl ring with you, brother. This is me bargaining you to just come back and play football for the Chiefs. So, now, now, bro, uh, through one lens, you'll be like, wow, well, he is worried. And through another lens, he doesn't have a care in the world. <laughs> what was your reaction to this? I thought
4: Kelsey handled it well. You obviously don't want to get in your teammates' pockets. Um, showed them that we want you back, we we need you, but in a joking fashion. So it's like if he doesn't come back, you know, we'll we'll be all right. We'll be able to win. So, I. But Nick, look, I think this is big. If Jones doesn't come back, coaches talked about how the pass rush without Jones is almost non-existent. Last year, he had 15 and a half sacks. Nobody else had more than six. Okay. And I, as I mentioned, Detroit, when they protect Jared Goff, and I'm not predicting Detroit beats him necessarily, but when they have Jared Goff, he plays lights out. So the de- And the defense has been top ten in terms of points allowed. Three of the last
1: four years. Right, they give up a lot of yards. which is big, especially think, when I you're to like I that. I think it's. I think the points allowed is the more right. important metric. Here's what I would say. Coaches made a point that guys on the Chiefs roster have X amount of career sacks. We have a lot of young guys when you don't. When Chris Jones isn't there. Here is another fact. Last year, the team with the most Saxon football at a historic rate was the Philadelphia Eagles. The team with the second most Saxon football was the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, Chris Jones had 15 and a half of them, but they had 55 and a half or 56 and a half as a team. So there was at last year, now I understand Frank Clark's gone, other guys are gone, but they brought in Minahu, who also has six-game right. suspension. They had drafted a first-rounder last year and a first-rounder this year at the d- defensive line. Here is why I am not concerned and why Travis Kelsey can chuckle about it. Because Chris Jones' most pessimistic feeling on this is, I'll be back by week eight. There is no chance he misses the entire year. And as we, even if you, are, you know, incorrectly believe the Chiefs mm-hmm. are going to lose before week eight, but even if you think they're going to lose three times before week eight, they're 4-3, and three. he's back, and would be back for the playoff run. Today, Andy Reid talked about it, said, and he was asked, hey, if Chris came back tomorrow, could he play? And Andy's like, well, Chris does a really great job of keeping himself in shape, and, you know, we'd get him out there and see. Brett Veach was asked about it yesterday and said, we still have hope he's going to be there for week one. I'm not acting like this hasn't gone on longer than I think anyone expected it to. It clearly has. But because he has to get this season Credit in order to be a free agent next year. If he doesn't get a deal done, yep. there's no chance this is a Le'Veon Bell situation where he sits no out the year. And so, I listen. I think he is a great player. Kelsey going best defensive player in football. I think the Chiefs, if they have to, can make do for two months. I also hope he becomes. The second highest-paid defensive player in league history this weekend. Not the highest. Well, no, I just don't think. not that that's be on he the board. Wants. I don't think he's going to pass Aaron Donald. But I think he could get. Thir- I think he could become the second defensive player ever to get thirty million dollars a year, and that would be a hell of a deal for a guy for his one. third contract. If Jared Goff starts
3: lighting you guys up, I, think well, have that, a I, I will
4: say this, and, and and I'm thinking you're right. In terms of playoff Super Bowl, it's not going to affect him because he'll be back. In terms of that. 20 and 0 oh. that's where I think seven they could be oh. in trouble Can and I will say oh. this though yeah playing Detroit, Jacksonville, the Jets early which should be three really good offenses that will show you where yeah. if you start 4 and 0 oh through that yeah maybe Chris Jones is like oh, I better get back or maybe you know the team's like
3: oh we'll be good until week 8 until this we see fine. Joe so, right. we'll see it'll be a good test Best take of the year. Not best. Excuse me. Strongest. Thanks, Wild. Super Bowl predictions next. The yeah. FS1 and the accurate. Well, yeah. It's really. Fox Sports Channel Series XM.
2: Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Still, I can't let go. And this is when things <laughs> get serious AFC Championship game, NFC Championship game, and the Super Bowl. Coach Mangini has joined us. But well, we start today with Chris Prassard. Chris, your predictions, or as you like to call them, projections.
4: Yes, yes that's <laughs> right. Uh, so just for the AFC, huh? Nick, I got some bad news for you. What's that? You have the, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are not only not reaching the Super Bowl. The- they are not reaching the final four. Okay. It's going to be the Bengals and the Ravens, Coach, nice all first. AFC North. Okay. One of them, we don't. I don't know how it will play out in the playoffs. One of them will get the Chiefs. And the Bengals, I think you guys beat them in the regular season, but the Bengals will get revenge if you meet them in the divisional round. Or the Ravens. You know the Ravens have always played them tough. Two years ago, what, they beat them 36-35. Lamar didn't even play that well, but ran for two touchdowns, threw for another. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe they'll go 17-0, and that'll be nice, and then they get beat in the playoffs. All right, in the NFC, this will make Dustin happy. Eagles against the 49ers. Eagles prevail. I think these are obviously What a a take. (laughs) What? Who was I supposed to the, pick? The, the, the Cardinals like the, you did last well, year? Well, this
3: guy's out on a limb 20-0. and 0. I'm, yeah.
4: What am supposed to say? Oh, Eagles go 20-0?
2: You
3: know what? This is why they're projections. Yeah. They're all about they're objectivity. Factual. Yeah. I'm right, about right. objectivity.
4: Okay. Look, the Eagles, I know they lost a few defensive players, but I love Jalen Carter, the rookie they added at defensive tackle. We know about their pass rush. I think they're good at all levels. And the 49ers, I don't think Brock Purdy has a fall off. I mean, he won't be lead the league in passer rating. But I think it'll be effective. So I've got the Ravens and the Eagles meeting in the Super Bowl. And we'd love to see Lamar win it. But uh, I'm going with the Eagles. Wow. I'm going with the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts, I believe in his leadership. I don't think he'll let them have a Super Bowl hangover. I'm not saying they have the, the record regular season is as good as last year's. But I think they're motivated. That's what Jason Kelsey only came back
1: for the right. Super Bowl. I I think they I get wa- it done. I want to hear coaches take on that, but just may I say something very quickly? It is patently ludicrous to say they are going to have the Arrowhead Invitational and not have the Chiefs in it. You have. It's one thing to say they're not going to win the Super Bowl every year. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl every year. But they literally every year host the Arrowhead Invitational. Is it like the World Cup?
3: Like you can have different. Okay. No. uh, Well, I don't know. But every year, it's more like the Masters, where it's always at. They're going to make AFC. Well, no. Here's
1: what I would tell you. Tom Brady made eight consecutive AFC title games. It's one of the craziest. Feats, I think, in sports history. Yeah, yeah. 2011 to 2018 made eight Final Fours in that a row. That wasn't the, the, the AFC wasn't well, this stuff.
3: You guys aren't the Patriots.
1: Okay. Well, that's uh, okay. <laughs> so be it. If that, that's fine. But so Both, I. But each each I want to know, Coach, where you stand on his Final Four and bracket.
0: Okay. Look, I can't say there's never a doubt with, with uh-huh. prediction at, <laughs> at all, but. I, I see what you're saying about Kansas City. I think Kansas City is, is going to be in this mix. I don't. Thank you. I, I have a tough time projecting the Ravens out there. The, the thing with Kansas City, though, is, I don't know, Nick wants to explain away the lack of sack production, you know, without Chris Jones, and they've got all these young guys. But, you know, it's one sack every seven games with the group that they have right now. And I guess Eric Bieniemy made no difference to Kansas City's offense at all. I guess what we're saying is Eric Bieniemy had no impact on that offense because they're still going to be as explosive as ever, but we're going to discount that and the young receivers. The
1: Chiefs and, aren't you know, even on this graphic, Coach. I know. This well,
0: I'm is saying, Bruce. I'm this saying, Bruce this, that's the story. <laughs> why are they? He's telling you why Let's they say, are This is why I can see why Chris is uh-huh. saying what yeah. he's saying. The, the problem they or the the upside they do have is they've got Patrick Mahomes, and, and that's going to put him in this mix sure. for as long as he plays every single year. They do have Andy Reid. They have the benefit of that continuity. And I think that I have a hard time with the Ravens. I'm a little bit better on the Bengals here. And in terms of the Eagles and 49ers, I think the Eagles are going to have a tougher time Getting back to the to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl than than Kansas City is
1: okay. So I just want to make this very clear before I give mine. Coach totally thinks your Super Bowl is ludicrous and spent he his time say attacking ludic. me. Didn't. He is. <laughs> <didn't spend laughs> his time attacking me. Coach thinks the Ravens might miss the playoffs and the Eagles <laughs> are so going to so have strong. a very hard time getting back. And spent all, all back his back time attacking me <laughs> for, for mine. All right. So we'll the I'll do my AFC quickly because it's obvious it's the goat and the prey. So you have Patrick Mahomes beating Trevor Lawrence. It's what you saw in the playoffs last year. Okay, listen, guys, we don't even have to argue about it. We did it last year, and then, of course, Wilds literally bent the knee. Brew was about to, but then he was like, bugle boy, something or other. (laughs) The NFC is a little less predictable. On paper, the Eagles and Niners are the cream of the crop. Games, however... Coaches, you taught me years ago. Not played on paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, Seahawks. What NFC Championship? Something. The Cowboys. Something, hey, something here's a crazy. here's a fun fact. Who are the only teams in the league to win 12 games each of the last two years? Oh, that's my Super Bowl. The Chiefs and the Cowboys. For all the trash we talk on the Cowboys, they have had sustained regular season success. Now, will they have postseason success? If they haven't in 28 years. I think they will. And for the Seahawks, Geno Smith from 2015 to 2020 started two football games. I don't think we really knew how good of a quarterback he was because he started two football games post his first two years in the league and then getting his jaw broken by a teammate. Since then, he has started 20 games. He has 35 touchdowns, 11 picks, completes 70% of his passes, and a 102 rating. Last year, he led the NFL in completion percentage. He led his conference in touchdown passes. He had a better passer rating than Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. So I don't think the Seahawks were a fluke. I think, in fact, they're poised to be better because they played so many young guys. Mm. So I think they get back, to, they get to the conference championship game, and then we have a Chiefs-Cowboys Super Bowl. And unlike the 2007 Patriots, the Chiefs won't blow it at the very end. Okay. They will complete the undefeated season, Cow. and the Chiefs wow. are the champions. Solid. Since you already ripped wow. the Chiefs already, can you tell us yes. about the NFC? In-
0: First of all, I really love your Seahawks pick. And I would actually put, I I would say the Seahawks, I could see them being in the Super Bowl.
4: Wow. I could see
0: the Seahawks being in the Super Bowl. And I, because they they started four rookies last year. Geno Smith's story is incredible. I love the way he's handled his his success. They had five picks in the top 50 of of this year's draft. So they've got this influx of young talent that's now all. Russell Wilson trades, the gift that keeps on giving. It's all, yeah, it's all now growing together. I I don't mind the Dallas pick either. I I think that Dallas has to have a very specific formula. They've got to run the ball, okay. and I know you hate that, but that's what's been good for Dak. Now the question is, who takes Zeke's 230 carries from last year? There's no veteran running back behind Tony Pollard. Their old line is built to run the ball, and then it's turnovers. So they, they were really good at creating turnovers. Yeah. Now they've got to protect the football that much better than they did last year. Obviously, Zeke's talked a lot about that, and this, this window... For Dallas is closing because yeah, is. I, I don't think that that Dan Quinn's going to be here after after this season. Ooh, so, you know, I, I think I, they, especially they have, that this kind of success he's going to have, the, his like choice that. of jobs. Like no, Brew,
1: can I try to sell you on the Cowboys? They you should have the try. number one defense in football. They have the guy both of us think is going to win Defensive yeah. Player of the Year in Micah Parsons. It, they have a diverse receiving core. Three guys that all do different things somewhat well. Brandon Cooks can be the vertical threat. That, Dak, wow. that I think can help that offense. You like Tony Pollard a lot. I like Love him a it. fair amount. I think Deuce Vaughn, because he's on the Cowboys, will become something of a household name because he's a tiny guy, a rookie, a good story, yeah. and he could make some flash plays. And so I think Micah Parsons has a 20-sack season. Wow! I also wow. think he catches a touchdown pass, a la Mike Vrabel, a la what we've seen with some of the <laughs> – uh, we saw J.J. Watt. Catch three touchdown passes the year. He almost won league MVP, not just defensive player of the year. McCarthy's
3: calling Micah
1: Parson off at the goal line. Well, I he, think so. Here, here's Same the one. thing,
0: and Nick, <laughs> you've always bad quarterback. He does it all for Dallas.
4: <laughs> you've always been critical of Mike McCarthy's clock management. I don't love it in the games. I don't love it. And, and you're and rightly so. You've been critical of it. And I think that coach that can be the difference between winning a big playoff game and losing one. I still have questions, obviously, about Dak. All right, and we'll get to the Cowboys a little bit later, but Mm. Seattle, Geno was great early on in the season. I'm still not convinced he's going to back that up. Last five games, eight touchdowns, five interceptions, completion percentage plummeted, and these were games they needed. I think they went three and five over their last eight. Now, I know they got some good players in the offseason, but I'm not convinced Geno's going to be able to follow this up. Wilds,
3: yes, I'm ready. Really? Yes, we have one hour have
1: been, left. Are you about in to make prediction? some predictions?
3: Are you gonna do wow. your picks? People have been waiting know. and waiting and in the comments and <laughs> mailing me letters saying wow, it's, where are your predictions? And I wanted to save the best for last. Wow. I didn't want to sprinkle them out. I wanted to give them to you here. In the AFC. Everybody knows that I'm a Chiefs guy. Oh my, you
1: waited all week just to pick the Chiefs. I, what do you want me to do? You waited all Abandoned week the Chiefs just to pick the Chiefs. <laughs> I was a big
2: hit at the parade. You were.
3: I, I was a big hit. You I also, until the Patriots can beat the Bills, I have to bend the knee to Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and the Bills. I would love wow. to have the Patriots beat the Bills, and I think the Patriots will still sneak in, but we can't beat you guys. So, I see them rolling, but I still have the Chiefs winning. then, In the NFC, have I been influenced? What Vikings? Have I been influenced by watching quarterback ad nauseum at my home? Yes. (laughs) But why weren't the Vikings any good? It's because Kirk Cousins needs eight yards and he throws it four yards for the final play of the game. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. The other reason is because they have a uh, horrendous defense. Well, guess who showed up? Brian Flores. So I think Brian Flores is going to immediately fix that defense. I still gave the nod to the Eagles even though, Coach, I think they talk too much about the turf and they've got to focus more on their rearview mirror instead of what's ahead of them. Luckily I kind of agree with Broussard that I think Jalen Hurts just continues to get better each year. So they get to the NFC Championship but lose to the Vikings. Then finally, and this is a surprise, I'm going to go out on a limb here, my champion it's the Kansas City. You're unbelievable. <laughs> what do you want me to do? It's un- unbelievable. The 90's <laughs> That's my
1: take. Wow.
3: That's my take. You convinced wow. me. What's the point of <laughs> all of this? Are you just trying to get my vote? You got it. You're out there campaigning ad nauseum, and I'm like, you got my vote. Like, I don't want your vote. You did different platforms.
0: You did kill Br- Broussard on his take, and then he came out with that one. Yeah, yes. They're good. Yes. yes. They're a good too. I be mean, right.
4: I'm, I'm Mr. Obvious. I'm Captain Obvious, and you pick the Chiefs?
3: I also have to reveal a tattoo that I <laughs> Coming up next.
2: Uh, oh, I'm uh, sad. Sad. That's me. That that's a, that's me the right tattoo.
3: there. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, new episode of Weird and Wonderful, and uh, some hot Cowboys takes. Probably
4: too hot, to be honest No, just right.
2: Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily Fox Sports' all new customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Getting ready to take on spring?
3: Welcome back to Prediction Week. Both Nick and Brew have the Cowboys in the playoffs and making some noise once they get there. They open the season against the Giants in nine days. Friend of the show, Mark Schlereth, not so optimistic. Take a listen. This is why the Cowboys will never win because Jerry Jones can't help himself. You're going to make a trade for a guy without talking to anybody else in your organization, Stephen Jones, your head coach, Mike McCarthy. Your quarterback. Listen, I I really don't care if you involve your quarterback in it or not. But to not involve your head coach, what does it say about your head coach? Hmm. Brew your reaction.
4: My reaction. Why is he? I'm gonna that? take a bow. <laughs> <laughs> I am <Why>? taking <laughs> a bow. <laughs> I've been uh, telling y'all this, why do you and you to haven't take about? listened because I've said <laughs> the main problem with the Dallas Cowboys uh-huh. is that their owner has created a culture that I don't think is conducive to winning championships. It's too much, what, what's the term I use? Unnecessary drama. Oh. And now that you didn't believe me, obviously, you picked them to get to the Super Bowl. You didn't believe me, maybe you will believe a three-time Super Bowl champion who knows what it takes to win. Robert Kraft, is Robert Kraft talking to the, the reporters after every game? You know, is your guy Clark Hunt in Kansas City talking to reporters after every game? Dak Prescott has spent all week watching everybody on TV talk about how some third-string quarterback who played Division One AA football is going to take his position eventually, and he's had to answer those questions. This is all madness. They got talent. They can draft. They do a great job yeah. of drafting. But this nonsense within their building that Jerry creates and festers, is a problem.
0: Well, the way that you presented Trey Lance is—it's a little. little I, bit, it was uh, all true, though. Yeah, but he was the third pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah, wasn't, was he, you're presenting like he's a college free agent that that had <laughs> no potential value. So that that's a little unfair. And then to say they've done a great job drafting, but then say that Jerry Jones has done a terrible job—that—that that, you know he's—he he's, can he's, draft. It's just part the of that culture. I do He's like. part of that as well. The difficult thing you had, and you had this with Al Davis, and Al Davis had a lot of success early as the owner slash GM slash head coach until about I think the uh, it's like the late eighties. Yeah, the Callahan Super Bowl yeah. was oh, uh, Super Bowl. Well, so, oh, so in early two thousands. Yeah, and then there was eleven seasons uh, where they didn't have a winning season, but there was a lot of success with that model. The difficulty is, from a head coaching perspective, you don't have the the authority, you don't have the ability to say something to a player and know that it's going to stick. And there's always a GM involved or typically a GM involved, mm-hmm. but usually you're on the same page. And at least from a coaching perspective, you have the authority, play guys, not play guys, all those different things. You don't have that there, and that, that undercuts things in a way that can be very powerful. And the last time he gave that up was with Bill Parcells, and that, that team was, was one of the more competitive teams they've had.
1: Okay, I, I think all that's fair. I also think it has nothing to do with the fact that, has, that that has nothing to do with why they haven't been able to beat the Niners in the playoffs. That's all we're talking about here. They've been re- last year. That Cowboys team was excellent. They they went four and one with a backup quarterback. They had, they went twelve and five despite losing their quarterback for five weeks. Two of their losses were in overtime. Two of their losses were the first game of the season and the final game of the season, which didn't mean all that much to them. That last game of the year, so. what happened last year? They lost to a Niners team that was a buzzsaw at that point. That Niners team didn't lose all year once they got Christian McCaffrey after that first game with McCaffrey where they happened to play the Kansas City Chiefs. That Niners team, by the way, that Cowboys team – held them to, what was it, 12 points, 17 points, 19 points, pardon me. They had scored 37, 37, 38, and 41 going into that game. They lost that game because Dak played poorly and because the Niners were a buzzsaw. You think Dak played poorly because Jerry Jones talks in the media? I think you what think Jerry that. does is just create drama, But you think that that has anything to do with them losing to the Niners and back-to-back Well, not maybe
4: that particular game, but also the way those games ended has been comical the last few years for the Cowboys. But that's
1: got nothing to do with Jerry Jones.
4: I'm just saying he does create unnecessarily – and what Coach said, Schleyber said it too. He used the term emasculated. He said he emasculated the head coach. And things like that – we're talking about world-class athletes and teams that are separated by this much. And little things like a coach not having the ultimate authority can impact a team. And the drama
0: that they create and the questions you're always asking Dak or his teammates. And you don't know how much impact or how much input he has in the game plan. I was told one time by an owner to throw the ball more against a team that was thirty second in rush defense and then when we threw the ball more we got strip sacked and there was a touchdown off the strip sack and then on Monday I got a call and said why didn't we run the ball more? But so so those conversations, oh, can, can I, those can we... conversations happen and as a head coach you can't go up to the stand and say, Well look, I was instructed that I had to throw the ball you know, X amount of times this game because the owner wanted that. You can't say that. You've got to say, well this is what we thought was the best thing for the team where everybody in the world's going they're thirty second okay. in rough right. defense. So
3: coach, is is that is the directive from you know, the suites a kind of like, hey, we should throw the ball a little bit more, what do you think? Kind of like a passing comment that you're like, all right, I should take that to heart, or is it a real like, we need to throw the ball this weekend?
0: Well, sometimes it's a passing comment, but those suggestions you gotta understand if you're the owner or you're the head coach giving a, a suggestion to a subordinate, or you know, however the power structure works, those suggestions become mandates. And mm. and when it doesn't happen, then there's questions about it. But in this particular case, it wasn't a suggestion. It was I want to throw the ball more. That's what mm. it was. And then and then and, and I and I asked clarifying questions. I <laughs> know that this is the 32nd ranked brush defense, but you're telling me you want to throw the ball. At least this many times,
3: yes. Tough one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, a, that, that's a tricky one.
0: I, the,
1: that to me, and I'm, I understand coaches very often just have to eat it because you can't go to the press conference and be like, "Man, yeah. my owner doesn't understand football." You, then you yeah, get you fired. Say like it was He's, a great idea, right? You, I, I, I understand all of that. I don't. I, where I think we kind of lose the plot a bit with the Cowboys, and maybe this is one of the reasons I'm high on them this year. Is dating back to when there was like a fork in the road moment when the Cowboys Jerry wanted to draft Johnny Manziel, if you remember, and the room I think it was Zach Martin I think it was I know it was an offensive lineman I think it was Zach Martin who's probably a Hall of Famer, and they said and they convinced him off it. Since then. This team has drafted incredibly well. This team has, aside from the Zeke contract, done very well on smart extensions for their players. I know people disagreed with the Mari Cooper thing. Nobody bats a thousand. You look at their spot rack page right now. They don't have a bad contract on there. So you, I, I think this is a well-run team with kind of a you know, hokey, comical owner. But I don't think it negatively impacts them. People question
4: don't. the McCarthy hiring. And he's yeah. done well regular well, season 12 games back right. to back years. And then they had Garrett for so long in, in mediocrity. Like, again,
3: Bruce the feeling is that they're
4: hiring coaches that the owner can kind of control. That's the feeling. And, and
3: I think that's a problem. Okay. Uh, coming up next, the Jets talking about the Super Bowl. no. They wouldn't do that. They did it for the first time. The Jets? First time this year.
2: <laughs> Harper gets one in the air. The playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth.
0: <laughs> to interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. So I was trying to be so perfect.
2: No one covers America's pastime like us. So, as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Baths with Ben Verlander
0: and me, Alex Curry.
2: Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon.
3: You know, I went to a farm last weekend. Really? Yes. I met a farmer. Well, that's where, <laughs> that's where you would do it. You know what he said? What he said? I said, Wilds. Say said, what, farmer? He so said, don't count your chickens before they hatch.
1: <laughs>
0: You're here's, Joe, so dumb. here's Joe Douglas on the
3: Jets Super Bowl expectations. Wisdom. We're not running. We're hiding from any expectations that are out there. You know, I think when the dust settles, you, know, you, you want to be in the conversation as one of those. One of those teams um, that can compete for a Super Bowl. We're really not looking any further than the Buffalo Bills, and then after that, um, we're going to be looking at that that opponent. You know, going down to Dallas and playing in a hostile environment. So, you know, we're just going to take this one day, one week at a time. I mean, can we? What do you think of that, Wilds? You can't do both. What do you mean? You can't say, I love the Super Bowl expectations, but we're totally focused on the Bills. It's just, you got to pick a lane. The Jets want everything. The Jets, just, you go first. No, no, go ahead. No, you go, Wilds. I just can't with them. It's just, it's just too, it's been too much. I know it's at the end of Prediction Weeks. We just can't come on this show every single day and have the Jets talking about the Super Bowl. Does Patrick Mahomes talk like this? Does Joe Burrow talk about the Super Bowl every press conference? Does Bill Belichick say, you know what? When I go and look in my safety deposit box, I have eight Super Bowl rings. Does he say that? No, he doesn't even talk about week one, Coach said. So he just talks about today's practice. But every day on this show, we come in, the Jets are talking about the Super Bowl. It's driving me batty. (laughs) They're being asked questions.
4: And what so just Joe just say? are focused on the bills. What Joe Douglas said is, we're not running from the expectations. Bravo, Joe oh, Douglas. Oh gosh. I mean, and, and if you watch the whole clip, because we we clipped it, it was a solid statement he made. He talked about, look, we're run, not running from ex, uh, expectations and all that. But stuff. are they running? And then later them? on, he gets into the we're one. just focused on the right, yeah, but, but like, hold on.
1: But it, it, it is not just a. They're asked about it. Situation. He also, in a recent interview, said, "You know, I wake up at night and can't believe we have Aaron Rodgers four or five times a day. Four or five times. My gosh! They are coach. Come on. They are really leaning into this this. and courting this type of hype, which is fine if it works.
0: Well, look." Look at this sign.
1: Oh, <laughs> but this is
3: ridiculous. Okay. He's not the GM.
0: Right, but I'm Didn't Patrick Mahomes talk about winning back to back championships? Haven't they talked Chris about this? The, Jets, Super Bowl? the Chris Chiefs Jones and Jets are not the screens. same Travis Kelsey the, just talk about come back and win another season? Yes. Bowl? So they, they are the more.
1: defending <laughs> champs. That's the problem. <laughs> the problem is if next year Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray are like, man, we're going back to back, and then we show Jay Nivey and the Pistons, and he's like, man, all over-focuses on the L.O.B., and, and they be like, well, on, it's okay
0: on. for you." What bitch. if the Pistons trade for Giannis oh. and then the
1: Cooper, They think
4: did... they're going to be thinking,
0: we're I, trying to get to the finals. You're, you're killing Joe Douglas for waking up and saying, I can't believe we got Aaron Rodgers. He had to wake up every day last year with the quarterback situation he had. He dropped Absolutely. it! Absolutely. He's the one did it! Okay, look, we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes, and now you get to wake up to a totally different reality. And I have no problem with what he said, because the second, the second you trade for Aaron Rodgers, you can't run from yes! the It's like trying to run from, from the sunrise. It's gonna happen. <laughs> You're in New York. That's what comes when you get Aaron Rodgers, when you get Brett Favre. That's the reality. That, that's what happened. Oh, well, now, on. he did say afterwards, we're focused on this week, but, but the reality, if he doesn't acknowledge it, everybody's gonna be like, what, you're, you're trying to pretend like these aren't the expectations? Right. You're killing I, them for for I can't
1: believe them. I'm just now realizing this. I, obviously, I realized you were the coach of the Jets when they got far. But I, know, I knew that. But here's what I've never asked you. How often were you talking Super Bowl? Never. Okay. well. <laughs> 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 not, not, never, never, never. And you had been to the playoffs with them, so you had access that about that it. Doesn't
0: mean I don't enjoy them talking. <laughs> right. He was asked about you it. You asked about it of all the time. All the time. And what'd you do? I said we're not worried about that. are <laughs> <about that."> hey, <laughs> What are we talking about? But, but mm. I, that's how I would operate. That's how I did operate. That. So what I believe is successful. However, the expectations are the expectations. And if you want to acknowledge the reality that you're in, then, then that's great. To me, I didn't find that to be the most Bruce, productive I, path. Yeah, I, I knew
1: it. I should have asked you
3: this two weeks <laughs> ago. When Tom Brady, we were all doing the show, when Tom Brady went to the Bucks, And you should have been able to ask Tom Brady about the Super Bowl. And certainly he went down there to win a Super Bowl. Do you remember us, and I haven't gone through the old rundowns, do you remember us every day, say, oh, another
0: talk about the Bucks
3: in the Super Bowl. Oh, Tom Brady's saying, Hmm, that one uh, John Bruce and No, because
0: everybody was killing Tom Brady at the time. He's done. He's washed up. Kind of uh, the way they're killing t- Aaron Rodgers. Right, right but no. He can't play. <laughs> okay, that's, that's but, That was the narrative. But, but Tom hold, Brady was locked in on week one. And that's it. And there were 1,000 teams clamoring for Tom Brady's services. History has been rewritten. No, that's true. And but I also don't like, think there we were, were. can't wait to get Tom I don't Brady. think
1: the whole league was trying to trade Aaron Rodgers either. He wanted the Jets. The Jets wanted him. It worked out well. But everyone didn't want The $100 million. I know he has since reworked it to his credit, but they didn't know he was going to do that. Aaron Rodgers was in the darkness, 90% retired, so everyone didn't want him either. But the Wilds' point, the point, I don't want to say your point now, but a point you made earlier in the week that I thought was a good one was even we have 20 years of evidence that Aaron Rodgers ain't Tom Brady. But even if he were, it didn't start off great for Brady. They were seven and five, got whacked by the Chiefs, and to his credit, Tony Romo said, I think this could be the Super Bowl. And that was a hot take. It was a hot take. It was like, really, the Bucs could get there, and they had to go on the road the whole way. And they needed Brady's greatness and then, you know, the unfair advantage of the home Super Bowl to win the whole thing.
0: Yeah, and so the like, Jets have even a bigger advantage. They had his they have his offensive coordinator there yeah. and players that have played with him. They have even a bigger advantage than Tom has oh, the going on. Bigger to the
1: advantage world. is Nat Hackett. A secret weapon. <laughs> For the record, I yeah. picked
4: the Buccaneers that year to oh. win the Super Bowl. I did. I wasn't on the show yet. All that doesn't uh, count. NBA game. It
2: doesn't count. I still
3: picked the the Bucks. Uh, coming up Check next, we're talking about MVP. And coming up on Monday, more Jets Super Bowl talk. We're gonna get to quotes from the. Week. Hey,
4: college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of fox sports's number
1: one college football show the biggest names the biggest games the theme is we do it big on this here thing please subscribe on youtube or
4: wherever you get your podcast
1: yeah I, I like colorado plus the points okay did
3: yeah. a lot of points. colorado plus How the points. points 20 a lot, and a half a lot <laughs> 20 and a half. welcome back to prediction week It's been just a splendid week, and we're in the home stretch. Our last five MVPs have been won by three people. Mahomes, Rodgers, Rodgers, Lamar, and Mahomes. Now, Aaron has four total. Is there a chance he could get to five? Oh, give me a break. Let's find out as Prediction Week rolls on. All right, it should be noted... Up until last
1: year, the NFL MVP voting, you just submitted one name. Now you submit, much like the NBA MVP voting, which Bruno knows intimately about, and I do not, however <laughs> I've read about it, uh, you do submit a th- you know, full ballot, five names. So, we- so we're going to give you our potential three through one ballot. Coming in third, I project, Dakota Prescott. Wow. In 2021 he had 4400 yards, 37 touchdowns and 10 picks and a 104 rating, 68% passing. Last year, he broke his thumb in week 1 and then threw a bunch of picks. And everyone's like, "Oh, Dak Prescott's now interception prone." What? I don't know. What? 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 What do you mean?
0: 15 picks,
3: right? What do you mean? You're blaming the thumb for all the not, interceptions? Not for all of them. He what, didn't what, give air Rogers what I give what, what I am shoot. what He's
1: I am strong, saying is a player who was his story? He was over the course of his career since he came into the league, one of the five best at not throwing picks since over the last since Dak's coming into the league. It's Dak, Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, and Breeze for lowest interception rate. I think last year's an outlier year. I also think the Cowboys are going to be 13-4 and four and be the one seed, mm. and that will absolutely get them in the conversation. Okay. Speaking of a team that could win 13 games, the Prince that was promised. Uh. Jacksonville Jaguars. Peyton Manning 2.0. Do you remember what Peyton Manning did in year three, coming off an AFC South uh, a, a championship in his first playoff appearance? Now, Peyton didn't win his playoff game for a number of years, but he wasn't you know, the Prince. He led the league in passing yards. He led the league in touchdowns. And and he showed up on MVP ballots. I expect the exact same thing from Trevor Lawrence. I think the Jags are going to win at least 12 games. And by the way, all the things that, that Coach was saying the other day about, oh, Mahomes is going to have to do all this because the defense are going to be so bad, that could be the case in Jacksonville more than Kansas City where he has to throw the ball all over the field. So why won't he win MVP? Well, it's very difficult to win MVP when someone else goes undefeated. So Patrick Mahomes there you go. at 17-0 <laughs> when the ballots are cast, will be your league MVP. He will join the back-to-back MVP club, which currently has Jim Brown, Brew covered his first game, Joe Montana, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, did it twice, and Aaron Rodgers. Favre actually won three in a row. He also would join the three-plus total MVP club, which is Peyton with five of them, Rodgers with four of them, Brown, Unitas, Favre, and of course Tom Brady. Oddly enough, one if they were to go undefeated, does not guarantee he would be the unanimous MVP. As when Brady went undefeated, he only got 49 of the 50 votes. Someone voted, I looked it up this morning, for Brett Favre, who had 28 touchdowns, 15 picks that year. Brady had 50 touchdowns, 8 picks, and they went undefeated. So unanimous MVP, hard to do, but he will be the MVP. Chris Broussard.
4: You got one right. You got oh, one of those right. All right. If you
1: end up picking Mahomes, I'll one show you which one. What do you one? want us well, to do? Well, first of all, I'm
4: I I'm the original Mahomes. That's all oh, facts. Jordan S. Sports <laughs> Illustrated's document. Look it up. First to say he's, <laughs> he's the on best the ever. Yeah. All that. Yeah. All right. But anyway, we'll see. Because at number three, the guy that Nick says basically is a mediocre quarterback. No, that's what it seems like. You talk you talk about him like that and then say he's still a good quarterback, but. Josh Allen, I I think a big individual year is coming. I don't have them obviously getting to the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship game, but the regular season, I think Josh Allen's going to be great. I do think there's a chip on his shoulder and Stephon Diggs' shoulder, so I think they they combine and have a great season, and he is huge. At number two, I am going with Lamar Jackson. Oh, wow. Lamar, look, all he's done since he entered the NFL is prove everybody wrong including myself. I did not think you could run as much as he does, especially being a smaller guy like he is, and stay upright all these years, and he's done it. He didn't even get, the injuries haven't even come with him running the ball, it's been in the pocket, and now I think you're giving him some receivers on the outside, I think he'll show that he can be a legitimate pass first quarterback while still, of course, having the threat of running. He's won 75% of his regular season games, that's all this guy does, and so I think he'll uh, have a great year. But at number one, look, it's my guy. Oh, it's I'm not going to apologize back. for saying that Patrick Mahomes is going to win his third MVP. Join us. Yes, this dude is awesome. I, do, I don't I do think they'll go 17-0, but I think he'll have a great year. A lot of coach said it. If Chris Jones doesn't come back, the defense may struggle. He might be in some barn burners where he's got to put up huge numbers. And um, doesn't the narrative is there? Even though they won it, he won it last year. You've got the receiving core is young, so I, I think Mahomes is gonna have a huge year. Do
3: you have any issues?
0: Well, yeah, I'm surprised nobody had Joe Burrow. I thought he might have been on some of your lists. And the reason I put Patrick Mahomes yesterday as my as my offensive player of the year is because I think the MVP is gonna be. And I'm glad you talked about outlier years is going to be who? Aaron Rodgers, okay? No. So if last year, let's just let's just look wow. at this. If last year was an outlier year. What? The previous 3 seasons, 13 and 3, 13 and 3, 13 and 3. Know what his touchdown to interception ratio was? 111 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. Let's let's say that again. Most 111, um, came last 111 year. touchdowns. No, let's forget about no, last, last year. year that was last three right. before but, yeah. So then he has a quarterback rating two years ago of 121, okay, which is the second-best all-time. He also owns the best. The year after that, he had 112 quarterback rating, both also incredible. And so as much as, as productive as Patrick Mahomes is going to be, as much as he means the Kansas City Chiefs, if Aaron Rodgers can go in and change the trajectory of the Jets franchise that struggled over the last 10 years since they made some really poor decisions in terms of Coaching and yeah. you know they yeah. <laughs> made some terrible decisions, yeah. that area, and then have struggled ever since. Um, if he can, if he can change the trajectory of that organization, I think he is seriously in the mix so for I that like title.
3: Question: I'll ask you, Nick. Do you think that because the narrative will be on Aaron Rodgers' side, even though he hasn't thrown for 300 yards in 23 games, <laughs> that Patrick Mahomes could have a better statistical year? But not have the narrative. Almost well, that's. Like a I mean, that's how. Mo- that's
1: how. By the way, Aaron Rodgers won his third MVP. His third MVP is one of the most ridiculous things that's ever happened. Patrick Mahomes was the defending Super Bowl champion, with fourteen and one as a starter, had unbelievable numbers, and then rested in Week Seventeen. and Rodgers stole the award. It was. I mean, it's not Rodgers' fault. I just thought the voters screwed that up. Here's the problem. We know that over the last decade, except for the Matt Ryan MVP year when they went 11-5. and five. To win MVP, you basically have to win 12 or 13 games, and I do not think it is possible... For the Jets to be, that would mean the Jets are like the one or the two seed. I don't think that's on the board. If I think you have to be have a great regular season record if you're a quarterback that's going to win this award, I don't think that's going to happen.
4: I do think though, if the Jets go 11 and six and Rodgers has a great statistical year, maybe not the best in the league, but a great year, the narrative is with it. Yeah, especially. I mean, they're the Jets.
3: If he comes on late if you start slow early and then comes on late, like, oh, here he
0: comes. Now
4: he he if he if they play well, I which I that. expect them to and he plays well individually,
0: I think he's in yeah, the right. Everybody expects Patrick Mahomes to be great. Right. Everybody expects Kansas City to be great. But if the Jets are suddenly great and if he if, if even if they're not near where Kansas City is, the voters are gonna look at it and say, okay, oh, yeah. this is the reason. Yeah. So this is why we'll come to my vote.
1: Oh, you're gonna give a pick.
0: Yes. Okay. And I mean
3: this this time this time. Yes. Because if Patrick Mahomes really wants to win the MVP and he wants to get rid of the, "ah, oh, we're tired of giving Patrick Mahomes, everybody expects him to be great. He's got to do something spectacular. And that thing is the behind-the-back pass. Nick, <laughs> yeah. this is to you. Yeah. This is to Patrick, who we'll probably see at the Super Bowl parade again. Uh-huh. If he does not do this, he's not getting my vote. You don't have a vote.
0: <laughs> and and- it does
3: <laughs> doesn't matter. He needs to break this out, and this will be the defining moment of the year. It's like, yeah, you know what? Aaron Rodgers played well. Joe Burrow played well. But this guy is on another level. He had a behind-the-back pass against anybody except the Patriots.
4: Okay, we saw one of these highlights. It was just kind of a little, you know, pitch almost, but behind the back. Will that suffice, or does it have to be like a, anything. a,
3: a good line? Anything I could see him doing back? A anything p- behind the pitch. The pitch isn't. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's, See, now, now we have to throw it I, off. I mean, no, it's just, great. there's the a the difference zone.
4: between a pitch. It'd be mean? nice. It'd be impressive. but oh, You'd be the first behind the back. Pass. I'm just I'm just asking. Asking. I'm just asking. What are you Bar talking about? Look, I'm oh, the Mahomes so guy. It, it don't it don't, be don't be come like at me. It a
0: lateral. It can't be a behind the back lateral. No, it yeah, can't be a lateral. It's got to be a real behind the back. Before we go, and
3: you talk about people clamoring for my picks. The internet was ablaze. Are we going to get... Broussard's dark horse MVPs. This This is the MVP, of course, that has no chance. (laughs) But you somehow give them a chance. It's always a little confusing. Coach, last
4: year, the last two years, I have been right on the money with the dark horse MVPs until the guys got hurt, unfortunately. All right, so this year. Here it is. Take it to the bank. At number three, Tua. That was your guy last year, right? Yep, he was Here's last dark year. Horse. If if he stays healthy, now I didn't pick him to make the playoffs, but if he's healthy, they obviously have the weapons. They could have a nice day. They got a great roster. That's a and choice. I like Mike McDaniel as a coach. He could be he could be in the running, and so he's a dark horse. Okay. At number two, there you have it, your man.
1: I got him as a horse. You have dark got hand. to be kidding me. I got him as a dark horse. You have got to be kidding he me.
3: You can't be your dark horse in his third uh, pick. You, what are you doing? Do, uh,
4: you're like one of the few people on earth that thinks Dak Prescott is going to win the MVP or has a great shot to win MVP. But now you have somehow
1: you 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 argued barely, against me. He is barely now, a top 10 quarterback. And now if he if I'm right. And he's a finalist, MVP finalist. You're going to I'm
2: right, I'm more right. <laughs>
1: I'm writers.
2: What are I mean, we doing? Great
4: pick. Great pick. I had the trump Nick. Also. What are we doing? No, I mean, the, okay. the, the more appropriate list is this one. Yeah. Oh, he okay. shouldn't have been in your other list. He should be in the I dark. Because okay. you're point. right. If they have a great regular season, and he'll, he'll be in the one? hunt just by default. All right. At number one, like I said yesterday, Derek Carr. I, see, I like this. Everybody's down on Derek Carr. As if he hasn't had like four 4,000-yard 4, passing seasons. As if he always has a top 10 defense. He's never had even a top 19, 19 defense. <laughs> now he's got a top 10 it defense. Was, I, the division is there for the taking. I, <gasps> who that? <laughs> who that? Can I? Derek Carr. That's who two that. out of the three are Saints. Can I can I say Jameis on the Saints. He for, loves, ironically, Jameis is his backup. Can I?
1: Yeah. Jameis, <laughs> who somehow was your dark horse in and it was a good pick. 14, and then 10, the 10, next 10, year when he was healthy, he couldn't get on the field over Andy Dalton. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. I can I tell you something? Yeah. I want to show you guys something that was on the internet today from a respected publication. And I gotta say, I'd like to be happy for you, Brew. But I'm curious. <laughs> Dusty, put it on the screen, please. I didn't even see this. A to Z Sports. Fox Sports (laughs) analyst calls Derek Carr a Dark Horse candidate for MVP. The fact that it is news when you say he's a Dark Dark Horse MVP, (laughs) this was a real article written by a real person. It should be. That's it. It might
4: be the same person that wrote that I was the first one. No, to that say, was Sports Illustrated. Uh,
2: yes, yeah, but, it was you know, the beginning was of the it fall. It of it fall it of that one straight it.
3: publication. Coming up, Coming up next, we're going back That's to the that. twenty and O prediction to get coaches Stop. take Stop. next. First, Coach, Coach first. is going to be. Coach is going to have
4: at it. Coach, don't hold back.
3: Welcome back to Predictions Week, Bru, oh, Remember this? We were there. We were big heads. We had a ball. We met the I mayor. See love people it. just loved us we had that barbecue lunch yeah, barbecue we actually crazy. went to kansas
1: i know that was dumb you went to you went well, to kansas wrong to it was great
3: barbecue yeah and we were beloved yeah uh, it was just right down the street yeah it was pretty good <laughs> have you been there it's, it's okay i'm just
1: saying it's a great parade Oh, there's chris jones hey buddy uh is he still on the chief yeah he is i
3: don't think so, so nick has predicted Can I- return of first things first to the parade because you were going 20-0. Why don't you give your Can rationale? I just make, I'll just coach. give the
1: elevator pitch, Okay. I know we all like to do revisionist history on last year's Chiefs, but the narrative going into the season last year was that the too high shell had solved Patrick Mahomes to a degree, that he was the Chiefs were taking a step back not a rebuild, but a retool around younger defensive players going have a less explosive offense without Tyree Kill. The division was going to be tougher. And while they were going to have to take their medicine for a year, it would maybe pay dividends next year, which is this year and the years that follow. They went 14-3, led the league in all offensive categories and won the Super Bowl. So my take is very simple. They went 17-3 in a rebuilding year. They can go 20-0 and with an easier schedule and a better defense in an, in the the year they were supposed to be good. And the Chris Jones thing, while concerning, by his own admission, the most he would miss is seven games. So it's not about going 20-0 and without Chris Jones. It'd be about going 7-0 without Chris Jones. And last case, coach, the last time they were defending champs, they went 14-1. And then got back to the Super Bowl. They lost Super Bowl credit to the Bucks, But... They, it's not like they don't know how to play with a target on their back. They went 14, or I guess 16-1 with Mahomes starting that year. They rested in week 17 until the Super Bowl.
0: Your take. So the goal is to go undefeated, and let's just look at the last two years. Game three, they lost to the Colts, right? Yeah. So that, that was done pretty early. Yeah. The year before that, didn't, weren't they two and three? Last,
1: yeah that year wasn't um, great so, but that, year, yeah. so they weren't seven yeah they weren't years. trying to go undefeated <laughs> then though okay, so they the were trying to just win another Super Bowl last game.
0: two years at the start well, of the season they haven't been very good didn't pick them so now they've lost their offensive coordinators but there'll be no transition there
1: do you think there'll be a transition there do you think with
0: Andy oh, Reid on, calling so. the place do you think that Eric Bieniemy is a good offensive coordinator I think he's great okay then but I don't be a but
1: I think that is I think that is a little misleading because yeah. I think he can be great. And the Chiefs won't miss a beat because Matt Nagy is there, who has been with Reed before, was with them last year, and Reed is there. So I think he could be super talented, and much like I would argue – the, the it, it, this is interesting because it's you. I think you were a great defensive coordinator. I was not that worried about the Patriots' defense when you left because Belichick's there as well, and they always have a good staff, right? So, like,
0: that is that fair? It, it's totally fair, but there, whenever a new human being comes in, there's a, there's a transition period, and it's how well you handle that transition period. And remember, we're not talking about whether or not they can win the Super Bowl. We're talking about whether or not they can be undefeated. undefeated. That's the criteria we're looking at. So two seasons in a row, they've started slow. Okay, it started slow, and what I mean by that is you lost the, to the Colts yeah. in Game 3, in a yeah. game you obviously should have won, but Patrick Mahomes at that point had, what, one pick? Yeah, and took one their eye off shot. the ball. He had yeah. a 78 quarterback rating. He was bad in that game. And then defensively, didn't they have trouble with with uh, Matt Ryan? He had a 105 quarterback rating. So, you know, so there's those issues. So now we have the transition at wide receiver, so you've got Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He was there last year. Yeah, I know, that's, that's yeah. the one carryover, and you've got a lot of young guys, you've got... Two new offensive tackles. You've got a defensive line that generates one sack per seven games. So that's an issue until Chris Jones gets <laughs> back. you got, got a new offensive. Misleading. It's not misleading. What that, that are the numbers. The
1: first-round the pick they drafted has zero sacks. That's a shock. He's never played in the league. That like uh, uh, the guy. Their big free agent signing, Charles Aminahou, who has a bunch of sacks in his career is not there for the first six weeks. So that's part of coach's. I, I know, math. But, but, and we're,
0: but we're not talking about we're not talking about whether or not they're gonna be in contention at the right. end of the year. We're not talking about how good they're gonna be after week six. We're not talking about where they're gonna be with Chris Jones at week so, eight. We're talking about whether or not that tattoo that you got in your arm could yeah. say no regrets <laughs> and be misspelled, or whether it should say what did it do that Never again. a doubt. Never <laughs> a doubt. Would, yeah, well, <laughs> there's a lot of doubt. <laughs> no, they could go one and three through the first One and
1: three? One. Okay. okay.
0: They could lose to Detroit and the opener. Everybody loves Detroit. The principals promised the Bugle Boys will be out here. Playing. Will you bring the Bugle Boys out if they beat Kansas? That's State? an interesting, great they question. Will they come out? Because at that point, we don't he is they no show longer up. the They They just watch promise. the game. The well, kid.
1: they might never come back because these two guys call them the Bugle Boys <laughs> <Okay>. when they're the <laughs> yeah, We gotta, go, got got horns, so we gotta go. more
3: predictions Oops. after the break. Next, wow. is that Royal Trumpeters. Really? Uh, We've reached the finale of Predictions Week, and we're going to do a quick recap of all of our predictions. Nick, yeah, go ahead.
1: All right, here are my AFC and NFC playoff teams. The top four listed in each uh, group are the division winners and then the three wild cards. So there they are, Super Bowl, Kansas City over Dallas, MVP, Patrick Mahomes, and, of course, Never doubt the Chiefs going 20 and up. I think the Chiefs and Jags will be your AFC championship game. I think the Cowboys and Seahawks will be your NFC championship game. And now to Chris Broussard. You you went out on a limb in a lot of things. I give you credit for that. But so did I. You did? Here we go. Yeah, Baltimore? Who's got Baltimore in the Super Bowl? Your division winners, seven of the eight, are the Vegas favorites. The only non-favorite you have winning the division is Baltimore. New Orleans. That is chalk. It's the Vegas favorite. Vegas. They are the favorite. The common
4: folk walking around don't believe in the Saints like Who do they believe in? A lot of people are saying, Detroit, really? They're the favorites. They failed. Oh, Vikings. So the Jets, you know, outside of New York, not a lot of believers in the Jets, outside of New York. So, And I even got your Falcons in there and kept Seattle, who you love, out. But I'm going with Baltimore to uh, or the Bengals. One of them is going to upset Kansas City in the divisional round, and then you'll have uh, Baltimore getting to the Super Bowl. Lamar answers all of his postseason critics, and uh, but the Eagles do beat them.
3: I believe. Are we going to finally get Great yours, Wilds? Yes. Audience, if you have a fire extinguisher nearby, maybe bring it yeah. over to your screen because
1: well, I haven't some seen hot it. hot
3: takes. For the AFC, I basically put the four best quarterbacks, I gave them a free pass into the playoffs. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and Mac Jones. I also have the Titans, who everyone just dismissed. You have the Jags missing? I have the Titans. <laughs> winning. The Titans and the Patriots in. No yeah. Jags, no Jags. I no still Jets. have Justin Herbert and I still have Lamar, even though after listening to Coach, I'm a little bit nervous about that new offense. This is brand new. I don't love brand new stuff. Uh, in the NFC, I still have the Vikings, the Saints, the Seahawks, Cowboys, and oh, who's that? Is oh, that yeah. a Wolf yeah, Howell? It. No, that's Sam Howell, friend. Sam Howell sneaks into the playoff. And then Jordan Love, Matt LaFleur gets to throw the ball along since he wasn't able to because, you know, Aaron Rodgers only completed four out of 40 passes over 25 yards. And then it's the Vikings lose to Patrick Mahomes. Super Bowl Four. Chiefs that. over Vikings. Oh, no, you didn't. Yes, I Lynn did. Dawson. Of course, I remember never that. Was that good? <laughs> yeah, great. I was there. No. Okay. Uh, never doubt. Congratulations. That's a real tattoo. That concludes prediction week. We'll see you here on Monday.